What's up? What's up? What's up? Welcome to Diva Speaks Relationships. This is your hostess, Angela Portoriel, and I am back, people. I know it's been a few days. The diva has been busy, but guess what? I decided to talk to you today, do a little bit something different than I typically do. Typically, I like to announce when I'm going to go live and kind of uh, promote the show a little bit, but it never hurts to change things up just a little bit to see what type of different results that you can get. So consider this as a test run for me trying to find out when is the best time to do my pop-up podcast and when um, I can get the most audience engagement. So forgive me if you wanted to tune into the live show and didn't have an opportunity, don't charge it to my heart, charge it to the game. <laughs> so um, let me go ahead and get this all out. I mean, out there real quick. I do not own the rights to this wonderful music that you hear in the background. I don't own the rights, but we're going to rock and roll to it all throughout the show. So for your listening pleasure, I have some great, um, it's called chill hop jazz playing in the background. So I hope you enjoy it. So again, thank you for tuning in um, to Diva Speaks Relationships. I really appreciate your support. You guys have been so incredible and so phenomenal. And I just really, really appreciate you. And my goal is to continue to entertain you and bring you the best relationship content that I possibly can. So um, for this midweek, midday, pop-up podcast, we're going to be talking about the danger zone. Signs that the love is fading or gone from your relationship. Yeah, let that sink in for just a second. Again, this episode is entitled The Danger Zone. Signs that the love is fading or totally gone from your relationship. I'd like to dedicate this particular show to a wonderful friend of mine, a woman who not only talks it, but she walks it and she is everything that I think a Christian woman exemplifies from the way that she interacts with people to her encouragement, her walk with God, her marriage, her relationship with her children. She is all of that in a bag of chips. So Val, Valerie Maccabi Clark, I dedicate this show to you, my sister. And thank you so much for the encouragement and thank you for being my friend for 40 plus years. You are truly awesome. You rock. So guys, you know, this is the diva. This is Angela Porter Real. And if you haven't had a chance to check out some of the previous episodes, I invite you to do so because you've missed out on some spicy conversation, but some real conversation at that. Um, so check it out. And if you want to shoot me an email, please feel free to do so and share. Please do by all means, share your favorite episode on your social media. Help get the word out 
about Diva Speaks relationships because I'm telling you, I am the hottest relationship podcast out of Charlotte, North Carolina, the Queen City. There is no other podcast like it. Real conversations about real people and real relationships. That's why people tune in. We don't sugarcoat things over here. We talk about it. We don't judge people over here. We just have a conversation, right? So, um, one more thing. So if you don't, um, or haven't had a chance to check me out on social media, I do need your help. I'm so struggling with my pages and I refuse to pay for likes or followers. I want to continue to remain true to where I stand. And that is, I want real people on my pages and I don't want to pay for it. So you can find me on Instagram at diva speaks underscore the underscore sign official. You can find me on Facebook at true diva speaks. If you have a comment or you would like to have a conversation about a future topic or be a commenter or a guest on a show, you can email me at diva speaks official at gmail.com. So now you have multiple ways of contacting the diva and seeing me interact day to day with people and posting different relationship content, you know, whether it's about the guy or the woman or family life and children or beliefs or whatever. However, I like to post about it because whatever I'm posted that day, somebody can relate to it. And if it's not meant for you, maybe it's something you were meant to carry back to somebody who is experiencing that situation at that time. You never know. You could be the vessel that carries the information that someone needs to assist them in their relationship. You know, so again, guys, let's talk about, oh man, the danger zone and signs that the love is fading or gone. You know, that's a hard conversation to have. It is not a conversation that I approach lightly or... I want to make light of because when your heart is really wrapped up into another person, your life with this person, and this person is what you consider a friend and a family member, and you've hit what seems to be a wall and things are not getting better. It's hard to sit down and assess the situation sometimes and say, you know what? This is what it is. This is exactly that. Again, this is exactly that. And, you know, throughout my life, I've learned that sometimes the worst thing that we could fear that could happen to us actually happens to us unexpectedly. It doesn't have to kill us, but feels like it. It feels like death when you can actually watch your relationship die before your eyes. And you're like, I see what's happening. I can see clearly what's happening. But can you accept it? 
can you accept it? You know? Um, now, before I go down this list, because I prepare for each episode, I don't talk off the top of my head because I pride myself in delivering responsible content to people who chose to share their time with me. So before I go into this list, my research and tell you the things that I've compiled to recognize the signs that the love is fading, I want to make it very clear to you that just because you may relate to some or all of the signs that we are about to talk about doesn't mean that you have to walk away from the relationship. Now, it doesn't stop the other person from walking away, but sometimes acknowledging the problem is the first step in recovery, in reconciliation, in restoration. You can't fix something that you refuse to acknowledge. Am I right? Yeah, I'm right. <laughs> of course I'm right. If you cannot diagnose that you have a problem and start identifying what areas your relationship is suffering in, we cannot begin to move towards healing. And that's what we want, especially from a woman's perspective. We want to make the relationship whole again. That's what we want. So I would say grab a cocktail, but it is midday. So <laughs> I have my, um, my lemon juice water right here beside me because I believe in staying hydrated. Signs of a diva. We never walk around thirsty. We are not thirsty people. So stay hydrated, my friends. So if you have a Coke or some tea or some lemon water or I don't know, whatever, however, stay hydrated during the conversation. So the first thing that and this is not by any means by order of importance. I'm just going to tell you some of the things that. I have researched and they have been identified as signs that the love is fading or has exited your relationship. The first one. Is your relationship a place where no affection exists right now? Did you come from a place of warmth, smiles, hugs, touches, kisses, caresses, hot, nasty, good sex. And now it's like a desert. Hmm. Yeah. Do you remember back when, when it used to be versus now where you are? Now, outside of a medical condition, that is a red flag. You have to own where you are. Lack of affection is not a good place to reside in for a relationship, especially if you're a person like me. If you consider yourself or pride yourself or your goal is to have a very grown and sexy place, that's the address for your relationship, the grown and sexy place. But yet you have no affection and no love and all of that good stuff I just talked about. 
Honey, you're in the danger zone. Number two, are you finding that you are the one having to initiate all intimacy or you're requesting sex from your partner? And it feels like if you don't ask or initiate, it would be no sex or intimacy. Now, I could I could I could run circles around that topic and I'm not I'm not because I don't want to plant seeds, especially seeds of negativity. But that's so not good if you are the only one initiating sex. Like, babe, do you not want it? Do I not appeal to you anymore? Do you not desire me sexually? What's going on? Does my loving not satisfy you? Or why are you so filled up sexually that you don't desire me? You know, you see where I'm going, where I really don't want to go, but I'm wanting to help you understand the importance of one person in the relationship constantly initiating sex while the other one basically is the one being propositioned. You know how debilitating emotionally that can make the person feel who is always having to ask or initiate intimacy or sex? It has the ability to cripple a, per a person's self-esteem. So again, I say outside of a medical condition, if there is no initiation of intimacy or sex, love, or there's a lack of affection within your relationship, you are in the danger zone. I'm not saying that the relationship is over. No, no, no. That's not what we're doing. We are going to talk about the signs of the location that you're at right now. That's all we're doing. Because from there... I feel that my audience is highly intelligent enough to devise a plan to get the relationship to back to where it needs to be, whether it's through professional counseling, prayer, a support system, a re-evaluation of the goals for both of you. You know, it can be, you know. So let's talk about number three. How about, is every conversation that you have ending in an argument when you're talking about how you feel about certain things that are going on, maybe in your life, maybe within the family, maybe employment, maybe it's about the kids, about your feelings, any and everything that you bring to the, con to the conversation, to your partner, it ends in an argument and you're like, what the hell? I'm just trying to communicate with you about how I am feeling about this. Why is this an argument? Why are you so defensive? What is the problem? Because remember, communication is key in a relationship, in a healthy relationship it is. And if your goal is to have a healthy relationship and communication is not present, you have a problem. You have a big problem. 
you have a huge problem. We have to be able to talk to one another. You don't have to agree with each other all the time. Some things just need to be said. It doesn't deserve a response or reaction. But if your partner is constantly sitting and being defensive about everything that you present to them, something's going on. And I hate to be the one to say it, but we're going to have this conversation. So let's talk about the one that everybody knows about. Now, we know that relationships, there are periods of ups and downs. You have your highs, you have your lows. There are moments that both of you just really don't want to talk to each other. Realistically, there are days where you really just don't like your partner. It doesn't mean that you don't love them. It's just like the sight of your face makes me want to punch you. Okay, I'm not abusive. I'm just saying, you know. Some people out there know what I'm talking about. Some people know exactly where I'm coming from. But if your partner, your spouse, your long-term lover, your live-in partner, girlfriend, boyfriend, somebody who you are in a committed relationship can go days without talking to you hearing the sound of your voice, checking in with you to make sure that you're okay, not only physically, but mentally and emotionally. Something's not right. You're losing them. You're drifting away from each other because you're teaching a person how to live without you when you can go days at a time without speaking to them. Let me help you guys understand the importance of speaking and words. Now, listen, before I give my example, I just want to say this is not a religious podcast. I'm not a ministry. I stay away from that because I don't want to place my podcast in direct competition to other bigger ministries. I know my place. I stay in my lane. But I am a very spiritual person. I am. I am nothing without God. Hear me. So I just want that to be said before I make this statement. When a person is not talking to you, it's sending you a message that they can live without you. They don't have to talk to you. And at some point, they're disconnecting from you. But the importance of words go back to the beginning of time in the book of Genesis, because, you know, from what I've been taught, my faith. God spoke the world into existence. Nothing came into existence until he spoke it. He said, let there be light. He spoke those words. He not only thought them, but he spoke them and then it came to be. That was my example of using the power of words. If you're ceasing to talk to one another for days at a time, you are putting your relationship in grave danger. There needs to be an effective way to move past your differences other than the silent treatment for days at a time. 
none of us are perfect. Please, none of us are perfect. No relationship is perfect whatsoever. And as I said before, there are times when both of you just don't want to talk to each other. But I'm talking about an extended amount of time, and this tends to be a pattern. Now you're in trouble. I need you to recognize that. I really do. But I'm not going to keep, you know, going back and forth on that point. I'm going to move on to the, to the next one. How about if you notice that your partner, your spouse, your honey, your boo, seems to treat everybody else better than you? It's like they give everyone outside of your household, out, everyone outside of your relationship the best part of themselves. But when they're with you, they're a completely different person. Okay, so why is it Johnny from the corner store gets all smiles and giggles and conversation and we've been riding in the car for 30 minutes and you don't have a word to say to me? Mm. Okay, somebody felt that. You know what I like to say? Over the last few episodes, I've always say, said, you deserve the love that you desire. And if you're ever going to get that back, you have to start, number one, acknowledging what the problems are. You need to acknowledge that the relationship may be in the danger zone right now. And then on a later show, we're going to talk about how to fix it. But give me a second. I got to take a sip of my drink. I hope these tunes are somebody's listening pleasure. I'm surely enjoying them. So let's move on. I'm going to recap for the people that have entered into um, the live chat. I've talked about lack of affection. I've talked about not initiating sex or intimacy. I've talked about not being able to engage in a healthy conversation regarding how you're feeling without your partner becoming defensive or it turning into an argument. And I just got through talking about going days without talking to each other and how that teach each of you how to exist without the other. So moving on, how about your partner's circle of friends and family seem to have a dis disdain or distaste for you and your partner refuses to acknowledge that they're being also disrespectful? And it seems like your partner or your spouse or your honey or your boo seems to side with the people who are very disrespectful to you. You, you being the person that they go to bed with every night. You being the person that they're sharing their life with. You being the other parent to the children. You being the life partner. You being the person that they want to grow old with. That's a red flag. Cause you know, let me, let me talk about that for a second. 
Anytime people outside of your relationship in your partner's corner feel comfortable with disrespecting you, not acknowledging you, uh, being nasty to you or the nice, nasty. Some of you know exactly what I'm talking about, whether it's mom and them, his mom and them, her mom and them, her sister, her brother, his mama, his sister, his brother, his friends, whoever feels that comfortable disrespecting you or baiting you or doing things to trigger you. You know, my personal thoughts on that, that leads me to believe, okay, either you have expressed some negative feelings towards your partner where they feel like they can do that, or maybe they know something that you don't about your partner. You know, it's just, it's just not a good thing. Couples are supposed to be united and present a united front. They're supposed to be as one. And my personal opinion, anybody who comes in and disrespects the other is not a friend or a family member that has good intentions. We need to surround ourselves with people who can be loving and encouraging. And if they don't want to do that, because you know nobody has to do anything for anyone, it's your prerogative. But if you can't bring positive vibes and love and warmth, growth and encouragement to our relationship or around our relationship, you got to go. And if your partner is siding with the people who are leaving you in emotional distress, that leads me to believe that your partner has disconnected emotionally from the relationship. Hmm. Women can be very territorial about our men. So if you come in attacking our man and my relationship, I have a way to check you, you know, my style is Claire Huxtable style. You know, I don't get all, you know, I don't want to say certain words, but when I deliver my read, when I need to check you, if things haven't gone way too far, I go to Claire Huxtable style and men, right? Men are protectors or so we've been told, right? So if you got a man who's not standing up for you in the moment when his friends and family are trashing you or they've not even tried to hide the fact that they don't like you. Maybe they just give off the air that they're just tolerating you. That's a problem. And you see, I don't like problematic people. You know what I'm saying? I just don't like problematic people. Like I serve you the energy that you serve me. You will never catch the diva being outright nasty, um, disrespectful, mean, obnoxious. It's just not me. But if you come at me like that, depending on if it's Tuesday or Saturday, the energy I serve will match yours. And I'm passionate about people that like to interfere in relationships, 
You know what I'm saying? They like to plant seeds of negativity and then hide their hand. These are the type of people that would never be bold enough to say something so nasty about you to your face, but they make those comments to your partner, which could play a part in your partner's interactions with you. You got to be mindful of that, people. You got to be mindful of that. You cannot underestimate the power of negativity. You can never underestimate the power of a hater. You see, what I've been taught, sometimes you can have a good thing, but you get so comfortable in it that you take it you take it for granted how good your thing is. So you fail to see the goodness of what you got going on. But hear me when I say this. Other people know how good you got it. Other people know the chemistry you and your partner possess. Other people can see that the two of you are a power couple. They can see it in the flesh and they can see it in the spirit. And you have to be totally awake to understand when people are out there targeting your relationship with the negative comments, planting those nasty little seeds. Yeah, I'm going to move on from that. I'm going to move on from that. But somebody need to write that down so you can come back and revisit it. But no worries, guys. I will turn this into a podcast episode later on this afternoon. So let's move on to the next point. And we're talking about the danger zone. Signs that the love is fading or gone. But remember I said earlier, we're not calling it quits. No, that's not what we're doing. And just because you're able to identify with some of the things I'm reading off doesn't mean the relationship is over. But it does mean you need to act. You cannot fix what you refuse to acknowledge. Remember that. Moving on. Does your partner seem cold lately? Emotionalist? Not as warm as they used to be. Maybe when they smile. The smile is parked on their lips, but it never reaches the eyes. Just cold. If you feel it when they look back at you, got a problem. How about if they seem to be happier with their friends than they are with you? Mm. That could stab you in the heart a little bit. But then again, mm, when I wrote that one down, I was like, well, you know, sometimes people just need their space. You know, it could be a point that dealing with your mate and, you know, your life together, the bills, the children, you know, trying to figure out your next business move, you know, things of that nature, ailing parents, you know, you got a lot of different things going on. And sometimes it could be a stress reliever to hang out with friends. They do. They may be happier hanging out with friends because they need a break. So I did struggle with that one. So if not for nothing, the diva didn't really feel that one all the way, but write it down. Do you catch your, your mate lying all the time for no reason? Like, why the hell are you lying? What? What? Am I not good enough for you to tell me the truth? 
Do you not trust me to handle the truth? If you said you was going to the store to buy milk and cereal. Why didn't you come back with milk and cereal? If you said this and that and I found out something different. Why is that this? But, you know. You're online with Angela Puerto Real, the diva of Diva Speaks Relationships. Who am I talking with? Hi. Hi. Who am I speaking with? How are you? I'm good. So caller, tell 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 me what 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 are you calling in about? I'm just calling you just because I want to clear my pronunciation and I want to improve my English. Okay, talk to me. What do you do? I'm sorry? What do you do? Okay, you're going to have to email the diva and tell me what you would like to comment about and we can talk next time. Okay, guys, so listen, you can call into the show, but please, this is not <laughs> a space to call and try to have a private conversation with me. This is not that. And I'm happily married. So, okay, guy. <laughs> okay, so back to the list. So we just talked about catching your partner in lies, you know. And how disrespectful that is and that if your partner doesn't trust you with the truth, it makes you question what was behind the lie. What was it about what actually is going on with you that you couldn't share with me? Now, that speaks to being able to trust someone. So that is something to think about. What about. Have you noticed that their focus has shifted? Once upon a time, the focus used to be on keeping each other happy. Once upon a time, it used to be about, you know, the relationship and building a better, bigger and brighter future for the two of you. But now the focus just has shifted to being all about them. Have you noticed that? Mm. You better find out what's going on with them. A reshift in the focus, you need to find out what and why. No, why did the focus shift? What about our relationship is so disinteresting or just not interesting to you that you've had to refocus or shift your focus to other things? Are you bored? Does that mean that you're bored? Does that mean that what? You see what I'm saying? Too many questions. But being able to identify the fact that your partner's focus has shifted definitely is worth having a conversation about. And for the umpteenth time, you cannot fix what you refuse to acknowledge. You know, I made a post on my Instagram account. I think it was yesterday or maybe it was Monday and it said something to the effect of what I'm about to say. And then in my research as I was gathering and compiling, 
compiling a list of things to look for when you're in the danger zone. It resurfaced. Now, the meme said something about don't feel bad about walking away from someone who doesn't value you. Do you feel like your partner doesn't value you anymore? Is that how they're making you feel? Mm. Once upon a time, she used to brag to her girlfriends about you was just, ah, you was God's best gift to her in a very long time. And now she acts like, You're a speck of sand on the beach. You're nothing special. Ladies, that once upon a time, he used to be proud to show you off his beautiful woman. He made you feel, oh, so special. You glowed from the inside out. Matter of fact, you glowed so hard you didn't even eat moisturizer he made you feel like every woman should feel when she's being loved the right way and now it's like he looks right through you you get no compliments He barely sees you when you walk into the room. Does he even notice when you've dolled yourself up trying to get his attention? That's a problem. That's a problem. Those are signs that no one wants to acknowledge. Like, You don't feel lucky to have me anymore? Like, what about my stock (laughs) has plummeted? Because that's the way you're making me feel. You're making me feel like I'm not special, like I'm not beautiful. Or she's making me feel like I can't do anything right. I do everything for this woman. And I have to do this, this, and this, and that just to get her attention. Mm. You know what, people? We, I'm talking about we as in humankind, the human race. We got to stop taking people for granted. We got to stop taking people for granted, especially someone that chose to give their heart to you, to share their life with you, share their body with you, their bed with you, give you children, plan a future with you, pray with you, praise God with you. You have to stop taking these people for granted. Because you know what? In the end, you're going to lose someone that you didn't have to lose. If you would only have taken the time to value them, value them and what they bring to the table, value them for what they contribute to your life and try to visualize your life right now without that person. 
would you really be in a better position? Would you really be that much happier? Is it worth it in the end to lose someone that you've wrapped your heart and life into just because you wanted to relax and get lazy in the relationship? How selfish are you if you're the person that's doing that? But I digress. I'm going to move on. I'm going to move on. I know somebody felt that. Somebody felt that. Does your partner ignore you now? I don't even have to explain that one. You got somebody that's ignoring you. That's a form of disrespect. That's a form of disinterest. That is. They're saying they don't want to be bothered. Now you, my friend, you got to find out why you got to have that conversation if possible. And you got to pray about that one because some things are out of your control. Most things are out of our control when it comes to another person, right? We can't force people to treat us right. We can't force people to stay in love with us. We can't force people to love us the way that we really want to be loved, yearn to be loved, crave to be loved. We can't force people to do that. An act of love is doing it without me telling you or feeling like I'm forcing you to do that, right? Have you found yourself being humiliated by your partner? That's a bad sign. Now, I don't really have too many examples of that. Um, I guess if I was to have thought hard enough, I could give you some examples of movies or something that has happened. But if you know what it's like to be humiliated by your partner, and if you see your partner doing this, not only behind closed doors, but amongst friends and family, you know, that's a bad sign. Cause all I'm going to do is just circle back around to being, you're being disrespected. You're being devalued. You're being humiliated. You're being reduced to almost nothing. If they can humiliate you without any type of remorse or trying to acknowledge the fact that they need to change their behavior because you know you got to change some stuff in order for it to work and when you've taken the relationship to the level of public embarrassment and you know degrading me and humiliating me in front of people we've reached an all-time low how about this one guys now this one is one i hate <laughs> been there done that is your partner being very secretive all of a sudden? <laughs> yes, yeah, secretive. I don't need to define the word. You know what I'm talking about. Conversations ending abruptly when you walk into the room, taking phone calls, you know, away. You know, you're together, right? 
But when the phone rings, they're having to step away to take the call or when they're taking the call, if you're in another room and you come into the room and the conversation ends abruptly, or how about the lowering of the tone? You know, you went from this volume in your voice to a lower one in an effort not to whatever. However, that was the phone, but we're sharing our life together. I share my body and my bed with you and my finances and this household. The hell you got secrets for? Why are you being so secretive? You know, that's my mindset, right? That's, that's the way I think. So that's what we're doing. We're being secretive. Those are red flags. Because what are you doing or what are they doing that they have to hide? Outside of planning a surprise party, or something really special for the two of you at a later date. What's the big secret? That's never good. And don't let nobody convince you otherwise. That's never good. End of story. Wrapping it up. Got a few more things I want to talk about. How about have they ceased stopped telling you that they love you do they not tell you that they love you anymore is their excuse well you should know I love you is her excuse I wouldn't be here if I ain't love you that's a coward's way yeah the diva said it I said it that's a coward's way never take for granted the power of words if I love you, it's such a hard thing to say to the person that you are in a relationship with. Maybe you need to ask yourself, do you really love that person? And if you don't, you need to let that person go because you don't love them. I love you. I love you should be something that's effortless. And if you've stopped hearing those words, my friend, you are in danger. But you know what? The diva's doing another show. I got some, some, listen, I'm getting so emotional. I have some more shows scheduled where we're going to talk about, you know, the fixing of these particular things that I've talked about. I have a friend right now that's going through something. She is, you know, in a bad way because she feels like, you know, they've reached a, a level of success that neither of them thought that they could acquire. And it seems like things are falling apart, you know, as far as their affection and their closeness and their bond. So, yeah. <laughs> so how about you are with someone that never apologizes or takes accountability for the issues of the relationship? Never, I'm sorry. Never, I shouldn't have done that. Or, you know what? I didn't think about this or that before I did that. Never. 
never can take accountability or issue an apology. You are dealing with someone who, number one, they're difficult. They're difficult as hell. Now, it's your, it's your choice or your business if you want to stay with them. But that's a sign of a person, again, who is disconnected from you emotionally and does not care about your emotional well-being or a person that just don't give a damn. That just don't give a damn. I'm sorry, means a lot. However, an apology without changed behavior is just manipulation. So I said it. Yeah, I said it. You got some feedback or comments. Diva speaks official at gmail.com. How about they're not making you a priority anymore? It kind of goes hand in hand with us talking about earlier, um, the focus being shifted. It's kind of like that. But if you find yourself in the life that the two of you have created, if it doesn't seem to be a priority and they're showing you with their actions that it's not, mm -mm -mm -mm. it's time to roll up the sleeves. Got to start rearranging some things because they may be rearranging some things. If once upon a time the priority was family, if once upon a time the priority was the finances and the faith, if our priority were centered around our faith, our finances and our future, and now the priority seems to be about them, 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 and all that they got going on, you have a problem. You have a problem. So how about this? I noticed several people trying to call in. Why don't you leave a comment in my comment section? Tell me what you want to talk about. And then I'll take your call because I just got somebody on the line and I'm, I'm not about that foolishness. You know, I'm not doing that. So tell me what you want to call in about in the comment section and I'll take your call. But we are wrapping up. Do you find that your mate is criticizing you a lot? You can't do anything right in their eyes. Once upon a time, you was the best thing since sliced bread. Once upon a time, they glorified the, the fact that you could sweep the floor. Nobody could sweep the floor like you. You was just an angel. Or you were everything to her. Everything about you complimented her. And now it seems like they're nitpicking. They criticize you all the time, making you or attempting to make you feel small, insignificant, less than. You have a problem. You have a problem. And as I stated earlier, this is not about throwing the relationship away. Nope, 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 nope. That is not what we're doing. We are just acknowledging some of the signs that the love is fading or gone. And for the millionth time, we cannot fix what we refuse to acknowledge. So the fact that you can acknowledge that some of this is going on is a major step in the right direction. 
You can do it. You can fix this thing totally if you have a partner that's willing to fix it. You can, you will, you shall, you'll have a testimony or things could take a turn and the shift leads you to in different directions. There's no guarantees in life, but you owe it to yourself to be honest with yourself about what is going on in your relationship because you know my motto, right? You deserve the love that you desire. You absolutely deserve the love that you desire. And your relationship should be the sexiest grown-up space that you exist in. And you should be committed to preserving that space. And when you have allowed negativity and toxic people and influences to infiltrate that relationship, eh, 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 eh. we got to acknowledge it. We got to fix it. Got to get it back. Right? <laughs> That's what we got to do. Now, remember, I'm doing a show. I got something scheduled later on about all of the things that I've addressed. And we're going to talk about wheeling it back in. I love to talk about love. I love to talk about relationships. That just, listen, if I'm having a bad day, one thing you can count on the diva for, if it's a relationship issue and you pick up the phone and you call me or you email me, I'm that chick. I had a couple of relatives to visit me um, about maybe a couple of weeks ago. And this was my first time meeting these relatives. Um, I have a huge family and based on our history and the effects of slavery, a lot of us were dispersed all over the country. And so with modern technology and social media, all of us from across the country are reuniting and we're able to trace how we're all related. So anyway, long story short, they came to visit me and we were out having drinks. And so my podcast came up. And from that particular conversation, my cousin, he says, you know, cousin, you are just so passionate about relationships. He was like, I could, you know, I kind of sense that when I watch your page, but like meeting you in person and talking to you, you really are. It seems like this is your calling, guys. I've always been that girl. I've always been the girl that everybody wants to come to about relationship issues and problems. So this is my platform. So I support relationships. I support love. I support unity. I support a healthy relationship, a loving relationship, a sexual relationship. I support intimacy. That's what we're here for, right? Because when you're loved the right way, oh God, what you can't do when you're loved the right way. It's like a boost of energy that it gives us to go out and fight and conquer the world when we leave from the four walls of our home. Well, you know, behind closed doors. Love. So anyway. My final point that I'm addressing is, does it seem like your partner, your honey, your love, your spouse, does it seem like they are withdrawn? Do they seem closed off? And we're not talking about maybe 
a couple of isolated incidents. I'm talking about something that is reoccurring. Does your spouse take pride or pleasure in separating themselves from you, even when you're occupying the same space? Do they close themselves off not only from the affection and the, you know, interacting with you? They just, they're closed off, they're withdrawn, they're not talking. Something is wrong, my friend. If you can acknowledge it, that's the first step towards resolution right there. But that's only the first step. There are a few more that come right after that. And it involves number one, prayer. Yep, prayer. Number two, if you have on long sleeves, it requires for you to roll them up. And it requires you not watching the clock, meaning you don't set a time frame on restoration and getting things back to where they need to be coming out of the red, coming out of the danger zone. Because if you're honest with yourself, you didn't arrive at that destination overnight. It may take you a while to come out of it, but you absolutely can. I hope this podcast, this pop-up podcast has helped someone. Maybe I entertained you on a lunch break. Maybe you got to really see and sense what the podcast is about, my flow, my delivery, more about the diva. Did you like it? I hope you did. Did some of the bullet points ring true? Could you identify it if not in your own relationship or prior relationship, someone else's relationship? Was that you? Was that somebody you know? Is this information that you could take back to help someone? Could you be the vessel to help someone rehabilitate their relationship? It's all about acknowledging what is broken before you can heal. I thoroughly, when I say I thoroughly, I thoroughly enjoy talking to you guys. I do. And I am conscious of when I come on the air. I never book a show or schedule a show unless I'm passionate about the topic. You can go down my podcast and listen to all of the different episodes and you can tell I have invested time in preparation and delivering you entertaining but responsible relationship content. So do me a favor, go out and tell somebody about Diva Speaks podcast. Find me on social media and share my page. Help a sister out. Help your African Ethiopian sister out. Do that for me. This is Black History Month, right? So for all of my Black listeners, listen, Black History Month, support the podcast. I need you. Ooh, what? I said it on the mic. I need you. Thank you for giving me your time. If you've just tuned in, no worries. Within the next couple of hours, this will be published as a podcast so you can replay it over and over and over again. Much love, everybody. Um, you are thoroughly appreciated. Again, you can find me on Facebook at True Diva Speaks on Instagram, Diva Speaks, the underscore sign official. 
My email address is stevaspeaksofficial at gmail.com. And I also have a YouTube channel that is about to pick up because I'm about to film live podcast shows. Um, Diva Speaks Relationships. Guys, go love on your honey. Go create some more intimate moments. And if you've stopped the affection and the sex, go have some really good sex. Really, really, really great, passionate, mad, nasty, sweaty, wet, juicy sex. Get on those knees and start praying. That's right, pray. Talk to God about it. Talk to God about it. Nothing's too big or too hard for God, ever. Love your way past whatever turmoil has found its place in your relationship. Rid yourself and your relationship of the negative and the toxic people. And remember to always make your relationship a very grown and sexy place full of love to exist in. And until the next time, the diva has spoken. Bye, my friends.